Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever it is that you're up to today, at this point in your day. Uh, podcast is going to sound a little different, as it does sometimes in the background. This is just the way the recording shook out today, so hopefully y'all will forgive me for not going for one of our little walks. For those of y'all that continue to join me, uh, give me a few minutes of your day, a few times a week. I appreciate that. The podcast continues to do well. And so y'all must be sharing it with somebody. So thank you for that too. And I will work hard to make sure that I use your time wisely. So, Today, we are going to run through a little bit about what our country actually is. And you hear a lot and have for for really for decades uh, about America being a democracy. You always hear people talking really on, on both sides of the political aisle about defending democracy. We've got to defend democracy here. We've got to defend democracy abroad. And it, it depends on what their intent is. That's fine, you know. Uh, but, but we're not a democracy at all. In fact, our founders were, I want to say terrified, but pretty much terrified of a true democracy. Because uh, our couple of our founders, I think Adams and I, I can't remember, uh, they put it, it's it's just mob rule, right? It's just basically a popularity contest, which if you look at, at our politics today, it, it really in a large degree has become that. Uh, and then it's simple majority and the minority, whoever those are, they have no rights. Just whatever the majority wants, that's the way it goes. And you can see how horrible this is throughout history. The reign of terror in France, which occurred during our American Revolution, was basically mild rule. And the, and the symbol for that turned out to be the guillotine, right? They, they killed, murdered, slaughtered, executed, however you want to say it, whoever they thought was not on their side or, or whoever it was at that time who was in the minority. It started off being against the nobility, the hierarchy, the elites, but it soon turned into anybody that they felt supported something that they didn't. And, and democracy, that kind of mob rule, they eat their own. They always turn on the people that first supported them. You can look at, and, and where does it typically lead, right? Mob rule, anarchy, chaos, socialism, communism are pretty good examples where that kind of revolutionary mob rule, that's where it led, right? And what happened? Stalin murders millions of his own people. Mao, same thing. And it all started with mob, mob rule. And so we're going to talk a little bit about how our government was set up, 
what the comments of our founders were about being a republic because we're we're a constitutional republic that's what we are meaning i I suppose in the purest sense that we're a republic that we elect representatives but they're controlled by the constitution or they're supposed to be and this is all based on right again for those people that say that this is not a christian nation they they just either don't know what they're talking about or they're being purposefully deceptive our government is formed really along the lines of Exodus 18:21 and this is a lot of this is coming out of the founders bible some of it i've found other places but this particular part well this is Exodus 18:21 furthermore you shall select out of all the people able men who fear god men of truth those who hate dishonest gain, and you shall place these men over them as leaders of thousands, of hundreds, of fifties, and of tens. So that kind of lays out, right? You, you elect godly men that represent the people, and their job is to, to lead them. And that's how America was really set up. And here's here's just some quotes of our of our founders, and this actually, this is Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution says the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government. And just to make sure, folks, we're not talking about political party here at all. This is not Republicans in the sense of a political party. This is a republic in the sense of form of government. And again they they absolutely did not want a democracy they were they were fearful rightfully so because uh, that's kind of where we're going today is just a mob rule democracy uh, we have more and more people that refuse to even acknowledge the constitution except with lip service they use it to get what they want which i think lennon talked about somebody talked about i'll have to go back and look for that but here's a quote by james madison democracies have ever been spectacles of turbulence and contention, have ever been found incompatible with personal security or the rights of property, and have, in general, been as short in their lives as they have been violent in their deaths. John Adams, remember, democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. There never was a democracy yet that did not commit suicide. And that's kind of when I talked about that mob rule starting off, you know, it it leads to something else, totalitarianism, dictatorship, some form. You can see it, the cultural revolution with Mao in China. You can see the Bolshevik revolution leading to Stalin, communism, socialism, uh, Nazis, right? Nazi Germany again, all of these situations where it's supposed to be this great revolution for the people. We're going to have democracy, total democracy. People are going to make all the decisions. And every time, what does it lead to? It leads to some form of socialism, communism, totalitarianism. Fisher Ames, one of the framers of the Bill of Rights, actually the man that gave the final wording for the First Amendment, who also, by the way, First Amendment, wanted the Bible used as a school textbook. So 
just throw that in every once in a while when I talk about him, because the idea that the man that wrote the First Amendment wanted the Bible out of education, out of our public sphere, is patently false. He said, a democracy is a volcano which conceals the fiery materials of its own destruction. These will produce an eruption and carry dissolution in their way. Pretty simplistic. John Adams again, democracy will soon degenerate into an anarchy, such an anarchy that every man will do what is right in his own eyes, and no man's life or property or reputation or liberty will be secure. And every one of these will soon mold itself into a system of subordination of all the moral virtues and intellectual abilities. All the powers of wealth, beauty, wit, and science to the wanton pleasures, the capricious will, and the exorable, ab abominable cruelty of one or a very few. So what he's saying there, a couple things really big. One is, which we see this today. No man's life or property, reputation or liberty will be secure. You look at the attacks on Supreme Court justices that happen to be conservative. You look at the Black Lives Matter, the BLM riots. You look at the Antifa riots, Portland, places like that, just across the country. When you get to this mob rule, then the only thing that matters is I can't remember where I picked this up, the law of the shark or the law of the lion, tiger, whatever you want to use. It's the strong take what they want. And the people in power take what they want. The mob takes what they want. There's no rights. No one has any rights other than if you're strong enough to hold on to it or not, or weak enough to lose it. And no man's reputation. I thought that was a real big one here that Adams is talking about because you see so many of the people in our country that are trying to stand up for our republics founding faith and principles based on the teachings of christ to stand up for the fact that we are a, a christian republic their reputation is just destroyed and, and no man is perfect so everybody's got a weakness everybody's done something wrong in their past but the common decency that we used to have in the country the left is completely destroyed absolutely wiped away and that's not to say that people that claim to be conservative didn't do some of that too but that's why I use the word claim. You've got to have some understanding that people are, that they'll fail, that they're human. But you also have to hold the standard. And that's not what we see today. We see no standards held on on the left. And then they require that every standard be held for anybody on the conservative side, on the Christian side. And then the, the last part the abominable cruelty of one or very few. Well, again, socialism, communism, dictatorships, totalitarianism, all of these places where you've seen the start of democracy, of mob rule, and then you end up with some form of cruelty there, as Adam said. Fisher Ames again, a constitutional republic is the highest form of Republican government in which the representatives elected by the people are not sovereign, but are instead subject to a higher sovereign law. 
a written constitution. And that again, that's what we are, folks. We're a constitutional republic. Our elected representatives, senators, they're supposed to be president, Supreme Court. All of these people are supposed to be subject to the constitution. Obviously, we've we've gone astray from that. You can think of a number of cases. Abortion comes to mind immediately because our declaration, our very founding document says that life, that's the first inalienable right from God. And yet, what have we done for the last 50 years? We've taken life away, that very first basic inalienable right from over 60 million. 60 million citizens. We've just taken it away, said, nope, you don't deserve it. And the vast majority of them, folks, this idea of rape or incest, that's a small portion. And even still, so the kid is supposed to be slaughtered because because of something they had no control over, right? And and then the, the mother's life being in danger, the percentage is so small, it's it's really not even worth talking about. Most of the vast majority of abortions are because it's the baby is an inconvenience or a burden to the mother. They don't want to deal with it or the father. Blame them both both responsible to a certain degree. Well, we don't want to deal with that kid, so we're just going to kill it. And where does that lead? We already see that, folks. I know I'm getting a little off track here, but we already see that because there's people already starting to to voice, well, maybe the parents, you know, they should have a trial run for like a year, and if they don't like the kid within that year, they can still kill them. They can terminate them. They try and find some clinical word that makes it sound nice and clean and and not what it really is, which is ripping life away from a kid. And then how long before we start to say that about a certain group of people? Well, those people, they don't deserve life, right? The elderly, based on race, based on gender, you already see gender abortions in places like China. The women, they're worthless, right? We don't want them. They're of no real value. You you can't take life away from our most innocent and vulnerable when we're a Christian republic on the basis of Christ that says care for little children and expect no consequences. We have them coming, folks. Even if we turn around, we still got a there's a butcher's bill to pay. Guarantee. All right. So how does this tie in? Because I'm running out of time here. How does this tie into? God and Jesus Christ, as far as our founders are concerned, right? So I'm going to run through a few few quotes here. Uh, this is just one interesting fact that I, I thought it was interesting out of the Founders Bible. The World Factbook, which is published by the CIA, Central Intelligence Agency, lists the United States as a constitution-based federal republic. And has been since 1789. So just kind of interesting. All right. So John Adams. The Bible is the most Republican book in the world. Benjamin Rush talked about him a lot. I have always considered Christianity as the strong ground of Republicanism. Noah Webster. Our citizens should early understand education, right? That the genuine source of correct Republican principles is, wait for it. The Bible. Shocking. <clears throat> Noah Webster, I'm going to go back to him a couple times if we have time. Schoolmaster to America, huge influence. Uh, you're familiar with Webster's Dictionary. We've talked about him before. 
and I just, I know this sounds like I'm beating a dead horse, folks, but I, I kind of have to. If we really understood as a nation these things, then we wouldn't be where we are. And so obviously we need to keep talking about them over and over and over again. You cannot win this war that we're in that's cold right now, but has a real possibility and potential of going hot without taking back education in particular and culture because culture educates so much of our children. It affects them so much. We can't win this if we don't take that back. Our founders knew this. I'm going to read you something here from Noah Webster, the schoolmaster to America. He knew that in order for a Republican form of government to survive, you had to have God and Jesus Christ. It was impossible. The Bible tells us that. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. You can't have those without the principles of Christ. Even if you're going to look at some other country and say, oh, well, they've got a certain amount of liberty or freedom over there. I guarantee you it's tied to the teachings of Christ. Now, that doesn't mean that they're a Christian nation. That doesn't even mean that those people follow Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and acknowledge that he's the Son of God. But it means that somehow they follow the teachings of Christ. Even if they came from another source, they're still following the teachings of Christ, the commands of God. That's the key, folks. That's where the left really tries to get us off track. They say, well, they're not, they're not Christian. It doesn't matter if they're still following the teachings of Christ. That's the only way you get liberty and freedom. That's the only way you get stable marriages and stable families. Even if you're in some country that has very little to do with following Christ explicitly, the reason that they have strong whatever is because somewhere in there are the principles of Jesus Christ. So here's Noah Webster. When you become entitled to exercise the right of voting for public officers, let it be impressed on your mind that God commands you to choose for rulers, just men, who will rule in fear of God. The preservation of a Republican government depends on the faithful discharge of this duty. If the citizens neglect their duty and place unprincipled men in office, the government will soon be corrupted. Laws will be made not for the public good so much as for selfish or local purposes. Corrupt or incompetent men will be appointed to execute the laws. The public revenues will be squandered on unworthy men, and the rights of the citizens will be violated or disregarded. If a Republican government fails to secure public prosperity and happiness, it must be because the citizens neglect the divine commands and elect, elect bad men to make and administer the laws. And there's, there's more folks. Again, as always, 15, 20 minutes, I just scratched the surface, but that last one's, it's so true and so blatant and so easy to see today. What do we have? We have corruption. We have bad men and women being elected that are more concerned about selfish desires, local desires. Look at the Supreme Court justices, some of them. I mean, you go all the way back. I hammer this all the time. Separation of church and state. There's no way on God's little green earth to have a body of men and women that are supposed to be super knowledgeable experts about the history of our country as far as the Constitution and the relationship between God and the country and have them rule separation of church and state. 
is gross, gross ignorance or malevolence. And how did we get there? Because we, the people, we have forgotten God ourselves in our lives and our marriages. We have rejected God. And so we don't have this knowledge that, that Webster was talking about. And so when we don't have that knowledge, right, it's just like anything else. If you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, a nurse, a, a educator, a CPA, what, whatever it is that you're going to be, a plumber, an electrician, you have to know what you're doing. You have to build that base of knowledge and you have to continually work to maintain it, right? And yet we have completely pushed the, the most important part of our lives individually and as a Christian Republic away, and that's God. And then we wonder why our country's falling apart because we have no real basis of knowledge. We can't go back and pull from the Bible. We don't understand it. We don't apply it when we elect people, when we vote for people. We don't even perhaps, well, more importantly, we don't apply it in our marriages. So we wonder why they're falling apart. We don't apply it with our children. So we wonder why they're growing up to be disrespectful and unruly. Everything goes back to this. And our founders knew this. The idea that they didn't. Uh, you've got to be able to see if you've been on this podcast for very long at all. You've got to start to see how just untruthful that is. Our founders knew the vast, vast. You could almost say all of them, even the ones that weren't Christians. This was not a, a country that was set up on the basis of some random deity. This was a Christian republic, and our founders knew again and again and again that we had to follow the teachings of Christ in our private and public lives in order for this republic to survive. And that's why we're not surviving. That's why we're failing right now in our marriages, in our families, in our country, our community. That's why. It's that simple, folks. It really is. All right. I took longer than I meant, as always. Um, Y'all are probably tired of hearing me say that, but thank you for giving me a little bit of your time. Thank you for continuing to share the podcast with others, tell them about it, helping it to grow. Thank you. I hope that you're spreading this where you can in your sphere of reference, like Patrick Henry said, uh, and letting other people know just how far off the path we've gone and where we've got to turn to get back. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it.